Welcome to another episode of Bright-Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I am your host, Kelly Morgan. Today, we're talking about mentoring with author and international certified mentor, Doug Lawrence. Doug knows all about mentoring. He is founder of Talent C and co-founder of the International Mentor Community. If you are thinking about becoming a mentor or maybe looking at getting a mentor, this is the episode for you. Doug talks about his book, The Gift of Mentoring, and explains to us why mentoring is so important. Welcome to the book club, our newest member, author and mentor, Doug Lawrence. Doug, thank you so much for being on the podcast and being a member of the book club. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And thank you for this opportunity. You are very, very welcome. I'm so excited that you are here today to talk about your book, The Gift of Mentoring. I think mentoring is a wonderful thing. Um, If you can find a mentor, that's great. If you are a mentor, thank you. So I think it's a great topic that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. There's so many stories to tell. Great. But before we get into the book, I'm interested in your journey, um, you know, to write this book. So how did, you know, you becoming an author, because you are, because the book is published. So congratulations. Thank you. But did you know that this is, you know, that you were going to be an author, that you were going to publish the book? How did all this come about? So... I had three people that were instrumental in in kind of pushing me along the path to write the book. They were, for the most part, they were my mentors. And they said, you know, you need to write this book, Doug. And I went, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And they said, no, no, we're serious. You need to write this book. And they said, what, and my research, what it showed was there was lots of mentoring books out there that, that were very academically focused on mentoring but there wasn't a lot from the actual practice of mentoring. So the actual, you know, how do I go about doing this? What do I say? And all those sorts of things. So it was it was kind of the push that I needed, but it was those three individuals that said, you know, you need to do this and, and, and we're here to support you. We'll, we can't do the writing for you, but we'll support you and help you move along. And so I started to, you know, to, I actually uh, used the services of a ghostwriter to help me because this was my first, uh, first sort of kick at the cap, so to speak. And so I used a ghostwriter to help me with the content and the, and the layout and stuff. And you're absolutely, you mentioned that, you know, it, it's published. It was published in uh, 2014 and um, it, you know, I, I've, I've been using the book for, probably not the same sort of reasons that other people would write a book and with the idea of looking to make some money. I was looking at using the book as a means to get the message out about mentoring, that it is actually very truly. So I've given away at conferences, I've given away, people walk up to me and say, I hear you wrote a book about mentoring. Here you go, take it and enjoy it. I just gave one to one of my best friends here just probably a couple of weeks ago and she's going through it one chapter at a time so she'll read a chapter every couple of days and then she may call me up with some questions or she'll say oh well this makes a lot of sense and so on so 
So yeah, the, the book was kind of like my story about how I got into the mentoring business in the first place. The story about the book is that it was, I was, I was kind of guided, pushed for whatever term you want to use to, to actually write the book in the first place. So the topic of mentoring is really interesting to me in that so many people, um, some people don't know what a mentor is. Some people think they know what a mentor is. And then, you know, some people believe themselves to be mentors, but I don't think that they're really mentors in my experience. I'm only speaking from my experience. What is the definition of a mentor? So I can probably, it's probably easier for us to uh, identify with what is mentoring. And so mentoring is a two-way trusted relationship where both the mentor and the mentee are going to learn and grow together on a personal and professional basis. So some some really key points there, you know, the two-way trusted relationship. So mentoring isn't about that gray-haired old sage sitting on top of the mountain passing on their wisdom and saying, you know, I've done it this way for 2000 years, therefore go forth and do it the same sort of way. It's more of a collaborative, uh, critical thinking, uh, problem solving process that you go through, but both the mentor and the mentee are going to learn from each. Gosh, every time I sit down with somebody and have a conversation, I come away from that conversation just a whole lot smarter and and I have a different appreciation of what that person may be going through. So how do you become a mentor? At what point do you say to yourself, I'm ready to mentor somebody else? Hmm. I'm ready to be a mentor. I mean, how do you how do you come to that? When when are you ready? That's a very good question because we're I my business partner and I are actually dealing with uh, a couple of individuals in another country and that's their big dilemma is that people end up, I, I call it the, sort of the, the popcorn box uh, analogy where I put my hand in the popcorn box and pull out the prize and the prize says you're a mentor and I go woohoo I'm a mentor and away I go you know hanging out my shingle but they don't have they don't have any of the training they don't have you know they don't have the correct or the right uh, mentality. They don't, they're not great communicators, so they don't know how to ask questions. They wanna just tell people what to do. So there's a whole number of things. There's four reasons mentoring programs fail today. One is lack of corporate support. The second is lack of structure. So you have, you've kind of slam dunk a program together and you hope it, it sticks to the wall. Lack of training. There are so many times that I have seen where good mentoring programs crumble and fall because they didn't provide any training or the training wasn't geared towards the culture of the organization. And then finally, the, the last one is a culture, an organizational culture that does not support mentoring. So if any one of those four are missing from, you know, that are, are missing from the equation, you're probably going to struggle as a mentor, but your organization will struggle as well. So what training does a mentor go through and how do you get, where do you find mentor training at? So there, there's, I'll kind of go backwards on the answer to that one is there's lots of 
places you can find mentor training. I, I have a word of caution for your listeners is that um, if you take training from, from an organization that says, come take our, our training and become a certified mentor, you're getting it. What you're getting is a certificate saying that you were there in the seat and that you took, you know, you listened to the speakers and that. To be truly certified as a mentor, there's the international mentoring community has actually developed the uh, a certification for mentors based on ISO standards. So there's a, an ISO standard 17024 that provides uh, guidelines for the certification of people. And that's the process that that the international mentoring community has gone through is now to become the independent body for the certification of mentors. So, but having said all of that, the the big thing is, is that the path that's going to work for everybody? Probably not. So I always tell people and I tell organizations that you have to provide them something. You have to give them some sort of tools for them to be able to be successful as a mentor. And that can be a two hour webinar, that could be a lunch and learn, that can be a half day, that can be a full day, that can be a week long training program, whatever it is, but you have to give them something from a, from the aspect of training in order to give them the tools to be a good mentor. Because if you don't, you're gonna turn people off of mentoring. So what are the key things that make a good mentor? So some of the primary things for, for, that I always look for is, can you develop trust with somebody else in a very short period of time? Because you won't have a lot of time to do that. And so you need to be very adept at being able to build trust. Can you build a relationship? So can you build a relationship with the mentee? and? Can that relationship be premised on the basis of trust? So it becomes that trusted relationship. How are you at at communicating? Are you an effective communicator? So do you uh, listen, but do you also hear what your mentee is saying? And you aren't having all kinds of thoughts running through your head and you're only partially listening. Are you listening for trigger words in a conversation? So there's always in a conversation, there's always a trigger word that will sort of tell you what the person is thinking next and where the conversation may go. And your job as a trained mentor is to listen for that trigger word. I'll give you an example. If somebody walks up to you and says, I don't think I can do that, that's probably a good indicator that they're suffering from, they have lack of self-esteem, self-confidence. So, you know, then you can decide what sort of plan of action you want to take at that particular point you know whether it's i told somebody about this here just the other day i said whether it's you take yellow post-it notes and you write positive affirmations and stick them to the bathroom mirror if that's what it takes to get you to start to believe in who you are as a person and move forward then that's what we're going to do so you know the the active listening piece listening for the trigger words, watching for deflections in the conversation where they don't want to talk about that particular topic. And where this starts to come into play quite heavily is if you are a mentor that is working in the mental health space, then you need to be very mindful of the deflections because that's a good indicator that somebody's got some internal 
stuff that they're trying to deal with and they're not having a lot of success in doing so. And then, you know, the the other part is just understanding the, the phases of the mentoring relationship. You start off by building trust, then you end up moving into what I call the learning and development phase where kind of all the heavy lifting of the mentoring uh, relationship is going to be. And then the last phase is the maintenance phase, which is we're not actively engaged, but if you're my mentee, you, uh, you're burdened, you're burdened with me for life. I don't go away. So I'm always checking in to find out, are you doing okay? What's going on? Tell me, you know, what are some successes we've had? What are some things we need to maybe change? But it's, it's not a, I'm not fully engaged in the mentoring relationship with that person. You had mentioned that, you know, you have to build that trust. Is the, and I've noticed in, in most of the mentoring relationships that I've had, my mentor has always been older. But that's not necessarily the case, is that mentors don't have to be an older person than you. Can you be mentored by someone younger? I have, I have uh, mentors that are probably half my age. And I get from them, you know, all kinds of different, I get a different perspective on life in whole, as a whole. I, you know, all kinds of different things that I get from them. And conversely, I hope, because it is a two-way trusted relationship. So, but no, you're absolutely right, is that age is not a factor. When you are looking for a mentor, if that's something that you are looking for, you know, how do you how do you establish that? How do you know that this mentor is going to be right for you? I think when I have known people to get mentors, they've said, "Okay, hey, this is your mentor." And then you really haven't had a say in me and this mentor don't get along or there's a personality conflict. So how do you find like that that fit for a good mentor? Well, and you've kind of described two different scenarios. So the first one is, you know, the, the formalized organizational mentoring program where they assign mentors. And hopefully, hopefully they are going through some sort of process to be able to, you know, to capture common interests and all that sort of stuff. And, and sort of when they go to do the match, whether it's going to be automated or whether it's going to be manual, is that they're using some sort of criteria to be able to do the matching. The other, the other part is, you know, I'm is informal mentoring where I'm kind of looking for somebody, and somebody may say, you know, why don't you go and, you know, talk to to Doug and see maybe he'll take you on as a mentor. The one thing that I, to actually be honest. I have gone into an organization where I had I was interviewed by senior people in the organization to see whether or not I was going to be a fit because I was going to be mentoring one of their uh, senior vice presidents in the company. And I actually went through a formal interview with them to, to determine, you know, okay, tell us what you think about mentoring. What is that all about? And, you know, what are you going to do that's different than everybody else? And and one of the things that that helped me out was I had a couple uh, mentor certifications. So I had gone through a certification process and I had that kind of under my belt and that's what helped helped me secure that uh, potential engagement. People, when you're looking for somebody to be your mentor, 
consider looking within that specific uh, genre. So within that particular industry to take a look to see if they have mentorship programs or if, if you know, if a couple organizations maybe has it and it's maybe it's not the association as a whole, but take a look around and don't be afraid to sit down and say, here's my expectations as a mentee and, and explain that to your mentor because there's no sense the two of you starting on a journey and halfway through it, you get sidetracked and go in the wrong direction because it'll turn you, you'll go sour on mentoring so quickly and you don't need to. You had mentioned corporate mentoring or corporations having programs, but let's say that you maybe don't work for a corporation and, but you're still looking for a mentor just for your personal growth or whatever you've got going on. How would you go about finding somebody in that scenario? I see a lot of a lot of requests on the Quora website where people say, "This is my dilemma. I'm looking for a mentor," and I I personally go in and and I will respond to some of those um, to be able to say that. What I also suggest to people is, you know, take a look around to see what other programs are up and running in you know because you'll you'll find there may be something for entrepreneurs. There may be you know small business. There may be um, the engineering sector. There could be the nursing, because I've, I've done some uh, some training for the registered nurses and stuff like that. And they all have programs. So you might be able to, depending on your interest, you might be able to tap into some of those as well. But at the end of the day, you know, reach out to somebody, you know, check your network and just ask the question, where would I go to get a mentor? You know, this is what I'm looking for and do that. And, you know, if you're still struggling, send me a message and, and I'll do what I can from, you know, certainly from my end and depending on where you are and where I am, we'll try and figure it out. But, you know, don't sit there and go, well, I, you know, I wish I had a mentor and not do anything about it. You know, I talked to the podcast is really geared toward authors and authors coming on and, and showcasing their books. And if I was an author, and, and not if, I am actually. So as an author, if I were looking for a mentor, where would I look? Would I go to the author groups on Facebook? Is that a good place to look? Or where would I look if I was looking for somebody to maybe help me in my writing career? That's exactly the place to go, is to go to, you know, to the author's group, whether it's on Facebook or wherever. Because I know that in couple of the groups that I belong to and they may not be Facebook groups but they may be just a group of authors that get together to kind of bounce ideas and that off each other. Um, I know that they kind of quasi do mentoring with each other so you know that's definitely a spot to go and it doesn't hurt if you happen to you know have a bit of a network and in that network are two or three authors ask them don't be afraid to say you know geez I'm really I could really use some guidance here you know, would, would you be able to give me some guidance on how do I deal with this? Should I go to a formal publisher? Should I self-publish? You know, all kinds of different questions that they're going to be able to help you with. Yeah, mentoring is um, really important. So in the book, um, what what topics do you cover? Is the book for somebody who wants to be a mentor or somebody who is a mentee or both? Both. 
Yeah. And so how is the book broken up? Is it broken up in the mentor section and then the mentee section? Or is it kind of all together? It's it's kind of together because what I tried to do was I tried to take some of my lived experiences. So almost like case studies and I've interspersed those through the book. And I come at it from, you know, both perspectives, the mentor and the mentee. And we talk a bit about, you know, what it takes to establish a corporate, you know, a mentorship program and the benefits of mentoring and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, the, the book is everybody, everybody that has taken a copy of the book has come back and have said that was the easiest read that I've ever had because it just, it, everything flowed. You speak of a concept or a process, you provide a, an example and here are the, you know, the steps to go through it. And then you just keep doing that all the way through. So the, probably the, the, the biggest compliment I've ever been paid about the book was that I had people come to me and say that you did an absolutely fabulous job with this book. And it's like you were sitting on a park bench with Doug Lawrence and he was reading the book to you because I could actually hear his voice coming out of the book. And that for me was the best, the biggest compliment I could ever have was, you know, for people to say, I can just, as I'm reading the book, I can hear your voice and I can just picture us sitting on a park bench together. That, that brings up a question. Is the book an audio book or will it become an audio book? It, it, it isn't today. Um, it's definitely, uh, there's the ebook that's there, but it's, it's not in audio yet. And that's obviously a, a project or a task that I need to add to my list. It would probably um, reach a lot of people. I know a lot of people like audiobooks and find themselves not having time to read, but can always take time to listen. So I, I encourage you to, you know, if you get the opportunity, definitely an audiobook would be a definite way to go. Doug, do you offer um, schools mentoring programs or help them start mentoring programs? I think mentoring should start um, in in schools as well. I think it's a valuable thing. Have you looked at that going into schools and offering mentoring programs? We have. I actually at one time point had a, a teacher that was working with me probably a few years ago. And between the two of us, we, we actually designed a program that could be implemented in the schools. And she actually had gone out and, and in the school that she was working in, she'd actually implemented the program there and it was it was hugely successful. And now, was that a program where teachers were mentoring students or were students mentoring students? Students mentoring students. Yeah, that's that's great. And so you, you had... Um, you had high school students mentoring elementary, you had university mentoring the grade 12, the high school students, and then you, you know, and then you had business people working with the university students. So you've created a culture of mentoring. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I think mentoring is really, really important. So, you know, again, kudos to you for writing the book. Tell us again where the book is available in the name of the book. So the book is The Gift of Mentoring, and it's available on Amazon.com and .ca. Is there a website? You can go to, sorry, yeah, you can go to uh, my website and the link to the book is on the front page. 
And my website is www.talentc, so the word talent with the letter C on the end, .ca. And Doug, do you offer your services to organizations um, across the country? Are you offering like a, a way that a, if an organization wanted to start a mentorship program, do you give them maybe the tools that they need to start a program from the ground up? Yes. Yeah, I do. And I, I also mentor on an international basis. So I'm mentoring individuals that are entrepreneurs as part of the Sir Richard Branson entrepreneur program in the Caribbean. And I'm also working with American corporate partners in the U.S. to help service people transition from service life to civilian life. And you yourself, how long have you been a mentor? Formally since 2009. And informally? Oh gosh. (laughs) That'd be telling. But I think we're all... We all act as mentors at one point in time in our lives to somebody. And you may not even realize that you're being a mentor to somebody um, and guiding them and helping them um, make decisions and, and, and helping them kind of figure things out, which really is what a mentor is. Isn't that just a layman's term right there? Yeah, it is. And, you know, you're absolutely right, is that I was mentoring and didn't know what it was. So in, in my, while well, I was still uh, working or employed in the RCM Royal Canadian Mounted Police, I was mentoring individuals in the organization, but I just didn't know what it was. I thought I'm doing something right because they're doing good work. So must whatever I'm doing must be working. Yeah. Yeah. Mentoring's great. So thank you for writing the book. The book is The Gift of Mentoring by Doug Lawrence. It is available on Amazon. All his information will be in the podcast description um, so that you can go to the website and get a copy of the book. And Doug, I would love a copy of the book. Okay. So I think it sounds great. It's something that I could I could see definitely using in both my personal and professional life. Yeah, I can certainly take care of that. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast and being a member of the book club. It does mean that as a member, you are welcome to come back anytime. I don't know if there's another book in you, Doug, but if there is, you are more than welcome to come back and talk about it. There actually is. Is there another book? There's one in the works. And what's what's the topic? It, It will be mentoring, of course, and mental health. Ah, that will be a good thing to talk about. I would love to have you come back and talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and being a member of the book club. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bright-Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I have been your host, Kelly Morgan. I just wrapped up with author and mentor, Doug Lawrence. He talked about his book, The Gift of Mentoring. All of his information is in the podcast description so that if you are looking at getting a mentor or even becoming a mentor, Doug is the guy for you. If you are an author or someone who supports authors and you would like to be a member of the book club and be on the podcast, it's really easy. Just email me at brightheadedpublishing at gmail.com. Again, that's brightheadedpublishing at gmail.com. 
And if you haven't, follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and I have a YouTube channel, Brightheaded Publishing. Next week, another author, another member to the book club. But until then, keep writing.